When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome everyone to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you to another edition of this podcast. Yes, I know it's a little late for me getting this out. All of you are so used to your Monday Monday morning is when this comes out. But A, it was a holiday, and B, we have more Hershey Bears postseason playoff action to go we are still in the eastern conference finals and this time after the bears and amherst split the first two games there in hershey right down the middle it's time to pack up and take this baby on the road hope everybody enjoyed their uh, long memorial day weekend that you spend it with friends and or family and maybe just maybe spending some time with those that are no longer with us uh, on this weekend because that's what it's really about. And this show will always salute those who made the ultimate sacrifice for this great country of ours. So, as always, we are brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. The Bears and Amherst were tied in the series 1-1 as we went into the long holiday weekend after getting a Game 2 win as Hunter Shepard shut out and shut down the Amherst. And it was time, and the Bears bounced back from a clunker in Game 1, and it was time to go on the road, and it was time to head to Oop State, New York, all the way there to the Blue Cross Arena, that it was, well, a very rowdy and lively crowd there at Blue Cross Arena. 10,754 strong. A Bears contingency did go up, but the Blue White and red are ready to go. Of course, myself and the wife are celebrating our anniversary this past weekend. As we were uh, May 28th last year, we both officially became a couple, a married couple. So a little bit of extra weekend stuff there for us. But um, oh, me and her had to take care of a few things before the game came on. I worked a 12-hour day. We had to... Um, I didn't get home till six. We had to go out and take care of some something else. And we finally got the game on after a few other things. And I got to give credit to, uh, to the bears who weathered Rochester's storm that at home, the Amherst are going to beat off that home crowd. The blue and the white are going to make sure that they take control of the series. Cause this is a very big game three 
Rochester came out flying in the first game and caught the Bears off guard, and the Bears played more of their game in Game 2, slowing down the Amherst, and maybe, just maybe, exposing something within them. But this is the real test on the road. And could the Bears weather it? It kind of reminds you of Wilkes-Barre. You know, when Wilkes-Barre was good, boys and girls. Get through the first 10 minutes. That's all you gotta do. And the Bears did. Did. They finally get some end zone time on Rochester. And they're starting to get this, this little new thing going of going low to high. Because while Rochester is not giving them the pretty passing plays that they want... It looks like the only way we're really going to beat Subban, get bodies in front of him. Can't see the puck, can't save it. Am I right? Am I right, ladies? But the second line going to to work there, and Sam Ennis works puck around to Protoss, back out to the point. To Logan Day, Rister on the way, he scores! Logan Day! Logan! Logan! Logan Day with a Rister from the blue line. Gets it past Subban, and it's 1-0 Hershey with eight minutes to go in the first period. And that's the polite way to tell 10,000 Amex fans to sit down and shut up. Logan Day, his second. Alexi Protoss, his fifth. Shh. Protoss is having a very good postseason. Shh. Don't tell anyone. Shh. Sam Ennis with a six-assist of the postseason, and it's one nothing Hershey at the end of the first period. Major win for the Bears as they as they got the all important first goal to try and take out the the Amarks and the crowd. And it was a very feisty game. And yet Hendricks Lapierre went off for tripping in the first. Morelli and Olefsky had a little bit of rust up at the end of the first, and the ref was like, "You go." And so, yeah, a little four-on-four action to start the uh, the second. And into the second period, um, <laughs> Rochester gets called for a penalty. Linus Walbach gets two minutes for slashing. He slashed a Bears player. And the fans are upset. Why? Why are you upset? This stuff happens. And the Bears go to the power play. The second unit is out there and they're trying to work the puck around Rochester's penalty kill is fine at 70% it's fine but they're kind of reliant on a bit more of another um special teams teams aspect but Logan Day at the point looking looking the Amherst get bodies on him they're like you're not getting it by us okay Sam you take it Sam looks looks gets to the circle Rister he scores Sam Ennis risks it! Ennis comes through in the second! Gets it early! I am better than making these kind of jokes, but it's the postseason, anything goes. Sam Ennis, his third, third goal. Logan Day, his fourth. Lop, fourth assist, Lapierre, his third. It's a power play goal, and it's 2 nothing Hershey. Oh, and the Boo Birds are out at Rochester. Boo! Boo this, man. The refs don't like us. We're not getting power plays. That's how we score our goals. We need power plays. <sighs> Cope. That's all I got to say. Cope. So, all right. We're 2-0. Bears are up 2-0. We got this. We're going to beat them at their own game. We're playing very well. Very well. Rochester puts back, but we push back. We can handle it. Back out to the point of pulling out. Rister deflected scores. 
Rochester answers nearly two minutes later. Zach Mesta, his first professional goal, gets a deflection past uh, Hunter Shepard, breaking up his one, two, three, four and a half period shutout streak. Lawrence Pilot gets a sixth assist, and Linus Wallback gets his sixth assist as well. And it's 2 1 Hershey. Okay. Okay. No one said this was going to be easy. No one said it was going to be easy. And a little bit later in the period, Aaron Ness and Tyler Kozak both go off for roughing. Rochester fans don't like this because they think they should be getting the power plays because that's where their bread and butter is. Even though their bread and butter is currently 0 for 4 on the power play, but still. But still. We need power plays. That's how we get back into this game. Hmm. Is it? So a little four-on-four action, even though Rochester's really trying to pick up the pace and dictate the uh, the period. But Hershey's hold, holding on, and Joe Snively bringing the puck in, bringing the puck in, skating around, drops it off for Lucas Johnson, throws it in front to Connor McMichael, bounces into the net, beats, beats Subban, a feed out front, and Connor McMichael gets positioned in front of Subban, and right five-hole stick down on the ice, Keep your stick on the ice and puts it into the net. Connor McMichael, his fourth. Lucas Johansson, his third. Joe Snively, his eighth. 3-1 Hershey. And that's where we go into the third. Well, actually. Actually, Rochester would get another pa- would get another penalty. Uh, they'd go off for hooking, but Mason Morelli would get a slash 10 seconds into the power play. And the, f- and the peasants would rejoice. Yay. And it's... 3-1 Hershey heading into the third. And I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, who the hell am I kidding? I feel good, but I'm nervous. Because I know how important this game is. We know how important this is. This is... The, the, the series will turn in your favor. If you can take this game three, it will really set things up. Rochester's power play has been stifled for the time being. Some of their guys haven't stepped up, and the Bears are gaining confidence against this Rochester team and are the better team five on five. They are the majority of the game. And all the Bears have to do heading into the third is put this little baby to bed. But here comes Rochester. And I remember with Wilkesbury, and I keep saying this survive the first 10 minutes and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. That's all you got to do. But Rochester's coming in on rushes, throwing stuff in on Shepard, crossing feeds, long shots, trying to get deflections. And basically, they're throwing everything but but the kitchen sink at, at, at Rochester. They're trying. They really are. But Rochester's just not getting really anything. And I want... And, and all the Bears have to do, all they have to do, is just close this bad boy out. That that's all that's all they got got to do. And Rochester again throwing everything at him, including working down low. They remembered that a sharp angle goal once beat once beat Hunter Shepard and throw, they're throwing stuff on him on, on the corner. Throws one pad save. Sean Malone bats it out of the air and it's in. Oh my goodness, a sharp angle, bat out of the air and gets it into the net. Sean Malone makes it 3-2, his third goal. And Mikhail Mersch, his seventh assist. Brandon Warren, his fourth assist. And it's 
to Hershey and getting a little nervous. <laughs> get that pizza away from me. I'm going to eat all of it at the rate at the way this game's going. Just get it away from me. I'll stress eat. It's not pretty. But the clock keeps keeps ticking down. Shot blocking and Hunter is sta- standing tall. Tick, 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 tick. Seven minutes, five minutes, three minutes. Malcolm Subban comes off. I like how the Bears are getting into the passing lanes. They are breaking up Rochester's rushes. Things they couldn't do to begin, to begin with. And they're not letting Rochester get crit do their crisscross patterns and and have guys lose their man. Guys are pointing. Hey, seven, follow seven. Hey, 81, follow Murray. Murray, stay with Murray. Murray, hey, Mersh. Mersh is 12. Follow him. Stay on him. There is pointing. There is yelling. They are making sure no guy gets lost on the rush. None. And that is how they are shutting down Rochester. Rochester and the Bears Beck is able to slap a puck out of the zone Riley Sutter throws it up to Alexi Protest fires it from center I shut it in Alexi Protest the big boy the big sweet he's a sweetheart and we love him Alexi Protest gets the empty net goal his fourth goal of the playoffs Riley Sutter his third assist Big Beck his second assist and it's 4-2 Hershey. And let's count it down, everyone. 3-2-1 win. Bears win it up in Rochester. 4-2 the final. And just to make this even better, fans are throwing bottles on the ice. Throwing bottles. <laughs> Co-parter, Rochester. Co-parter. <laughs> and all the socials were blowing were blowing up. Oh, the ref Hershey must have bought the refs off with chocolate. Why are we not getting power plays? We don't get any calls. They love Hershey. They're doing the they're doing the beep with the blank and the blank. Why do they hate us? Why do the refs hate us? Why do you hate me, referees? Oh, the referee was a former draft pick by the Sabres and never got any playing time. Therefore, he hates us. Therefore, he's doing calls on Hershey because he never got drafted by the Sabres. Oh my God. Jen, will you shut up? Jen, will you shut up? Okay? Nobody cares. Brad's going to the prom without you because he likes Stacy because she's nicer. You're a bitch, Jen. Nobody likes you. Can we stop Rochester? I mean, seriously? <sighs> okay, now that I got that out of my system. Bears were just a better team and they won. And they won. And me thinks maybe Rochester's starting to crumble a little bit. At least their fan base is. And we head into game three on a Memorial Day Monday. And how will this go for the Bears? Well, we'll find out right after this. Bears fans, well, it's time to pay the bills and it's time to light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets bets instantly. Folks, there is a Game 7, not only tonight here on Sunday, but on Monday, Devils, Rangers, from there at the Rock in Game 7, and you play 
action for round two coming up later in the in the week. Some juicy matchups. Vegas versus versus Edmonton is already out there, and more will be released out into the ether as we go. Make sure you get in on it at DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 bet, make a $5 hockey playoff bet, and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes. For offer details and see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details on state-specific gambling resources. Bears fans, well, also, let's face it. With coffee starting at $5, I mean, you know who you are. Your cup of joe that used to cost $0.99 at 7-Eleven now costs $2. If you want your skinny boy calf decaf, skinny boy decaf latte no foam, that is $5 even without custom customizations i mean heck buying a simple energy drink is 250 minimum depending on what convenience store you're at every every single thing is going going up these days our bank accounts are getting getting hit the heart get the hardest but most most products do the same thing but are just priced differently regardless of whatever name is slapped on the label so a good duplicate or a dupe hmm it's critical for getting the highest quality at the bet at the best price. And this is definitely one item you won't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon provides premium audio at a perfect price point. So you get what you want when you want without break breaking the bank. Folks, Raycons start at $80, which may sound like a lot these days, but $80, you can pay a streaming service for, for $80, and eventually you'll get tired tired of that folks i can tell you this tell you this raycons are absolutely worth the price whatever you might be whether you use them for gym workout exercising or those lo-fi beats you want to listen to while you're work or studying would youtube lie to you i highly doubt it raycons mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening listening features you can get a pair and a spare and pay less than you would for those big name techs that try to fit fit in your ear, in your ear but whenever you run you feel them rattling around and just so you know they're going to fall out at a moment's notice Raycon knows the, the this economy every purchase needs to be perfect they offer a buy now pay less option option so you can pay as low as $18 at checkout Free and easy return guarantee. They offer two years of protection for just a few dollars more. Over 50,000 five-star five star reviews. I personally like the noise isolation because when I'm working and when I'm listening to music and journaling or doing whatever else, I need to make sure I am focused. The quality and sound is fantastic. 
fantastic and they are water and sweat resistant especially now as weather starts warming up go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today and get an extra 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash thpn to secure 15 percent that's buyraycon.com slash thpn and now on with the show and we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook and Raycon for sponsoring us all month long. Month long as we continue this recap of games three and four of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Hershey Bears and the Rochester Americans. It is time for game four on a Monday up there in Rochester, New York. 6.05 start on Memorial Day Monday very nice tribute that the Amherst did. I heard there was a parade there on Monday to honor all the troops who made sacrifices for us. Great stuff. You love to see it. You really do. But it's time to play there on a mon- on a Monday, and this is a big game four. Game four. Could the Bears actually have a big advantage going home, or does Rochester tie the series? This is huge. This will depend how things will shape up on Wednesday there in Hershey. But we get underway, but we had some late lineup news change. Henrik Bjorkstrom out with an illness, and Ethan Frank slided right on in, right on, right on in because he was held out um, just so he can kind of reset himself, just so he can, um, he's not been playing the best here in the postseason, and um, coach wants to get him time just to just to figure it out. Just to figure it out. Watch a game or two and see how it goes. This happens. This happens. So everyone everyone, stay calm. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. But we go at it in the first. Very even between these two teams. You can tell Rochester, they want to get this so-called home ice back. The Rochester faithful, they want it, they want it all back, back as well. But Rochester gets a good rush going a couple minutes in. And shot. Pat Tavon Shepard. Rebound. They score. What? Three minutes in. Three minutes in. What's the one thing you don't let Rochester do? You don't let him score early. Linus Weisbach. Him and his beard. Him and his toothless beard. His second. Philippe Siderquist and Zach Mezda with the assist. And it's one nothing Rochester early. Dang it. Dang it. Oh, gosh. Okay, now the crowd's into it. Now they're chanting, let's go, Amherst. Let's go, Amherst. That's better than them throwing bottles on the ice. But Rochester, the, the, the Bears the Bears try to, to get to get back. They do. They, they need to play five on five where they know they are better than the Amherst. But two power plays in the period. Jake Messi for a cross check, cross check, which is legit. Dylan Mickelrath for tripping. Tried to go for a hip check, but got skate on skate. That's a penalty, unfortunately. Can't complain about that, can you, Amherst? See, we got penalties. Are you happy? Are you happy, Amherst fans? Now you can't go, oh, the refs don't like us. One of the referees was a former Sabres draft pick. Maybe we'll get a even cold tonight. Well, how about you... I'm rambling. Sorry. But the Bears get out of the first one nothing. Shots were even 8-8 on the period. 
and something felt off. Passes weren't connecting, pucks flipping over sticks, crossing feeds not there. Guys, once again, passing up the shot for the open look. And I just can't help but feel, get one pass, Subban. That's all you got to do. Just get one. That's all you got to do. But we go into the second, and Hershey's still trying to push the play a little bit more. Rochester, they get some penalties against them. A trip, a high stick, and another trip. But the Bears can't make anything of it. Three power plays, and the power and our power play starting to fail. We're going to five forwards crap again, and it ain't working. And the Bears again are trying rushes, going from low to high, forcing crossing feeds, or throwing just long shots in on Sue Baron where he can see them. Nobody's taking his eyes away. And it's frustrating. And it's absolutely frustrating. Late in the period, Matt Barkowski at the point. Rister deflected. They score! Rochester's up 2-0! Up a, a, a Linus Wisbach again! Him and his beard and his two-plitz grin! Now Rochester's all, all hyped up. Dup. We're going to have another split. That's what's going to happen. We're going to have another split. I have damn kids playing outside who are being way too loud. Too loud. And ugh, how could this get any worse? Well, I finally go down there and tell them to please be quiet. And they actually break up their little playing. I don't have anything against them for playing outside just being too damn loud. I know, I know. I'm being Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace. I know. And for all of you who get that reference, I love you. So we go into the third. And the wife even looked at me and went, why don't we just not watch the third period? And I'm like, I, okay, let's at least watch the first 10 minutes. If it doesn't go well, we'll turn it. Because we've also got Vegas to watch too. And... I'm okay. And I start to watch in, in, in the third period. And the Bears are trying to press. The refs are letting are letting stuff go. So it's all five on five that plays into Hershey's favor. And I'm starting to see with Rochester, the speed's going away. Going away. They're doing a lot of dump outs. And if you remember me saying this on the show before, the dump in and dump out ratio... Rochester's doing a lot of dump outs and line changes. And we're starting to notice they're sitting on this. They are sitting on this lead. And I kind of know this feeling. Well, I, 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 don't, I mean, I know what happens when a team sits on a lead. But there's no way Rochester, they're not. We're going to be tied going back to Giant Center. 10,600 are going to be, are going to be parting into the night there. And the Bears work. The puck, and they're trying to get the low-high game going. Alexi Protus goes to Lucas, who tries to throw one in on Malcolm Subban. It dribbles, dribbles toward him, towards Subban. And Lucas just slaps the puck, and it goes by! It goes in! It's in! It's in! It beats Subban! A little dribbler that just slaps by him, and Subban looks to the heavens. A goalie's worst nightmare. A dribbler on the ice that you have no clue where it is. And... And you lose sight of it. 2-1 Rochester. 10 minutes to go. Okay. I'm invested. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do this. And the Bears can feel it. 
and the Bears can feel it. They're playing. They're, they know they can have this. They're pressing. Rochester's on their heels. Oh, crap. We got to play hockey. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the second line's out there. Mason Morelli works it off the boards. Connor McMichael down low. Sees a guy coming in. That's Logan Day. They feed Day. Day crossing feed. Subban's down. He shoots. He scores. He scores. Logan Day ties the game. Yes. 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 Logan Day beats a sprawled out Malcolm Subban. And we're tied at two. Two goals in two minutes. Logan Day is third. Connor McMichael is third assist. Mason Morelli his fourth assist. More defensive scoring. This is how we beat Texas. More defensive scoring and we're tied. All right. We are tied. And the Bears are still pressing more. They're Rochester. They're woozy. They're like a, a rattled pitcher who's just given up back-to-back dingers. And the game's tied. Get them, lads. Get them. Get them. They're bleeding. They're woozy. You got them on the ropes. And the Bears are throwing everything they can at Malcolm Subban. They know it's a long shot that's getting them. And I'm watching this. And I'm thinking, is this really going to happen? Is this really going to happen? The third line still going going at it. Garrett Pilon back out to the point. To Logan Day. Ruster on the way. Knocked down by Subban. The puck's there. Scramble, scramble. Inside! 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 Mason Morelli gets it! Morelli tied it! They did it! They did it! They did it! They tied it! Did they take the lead? Mason Morelli! Mason freaking Morelli! I will not slander that man being unsung hero anymore. Mason Morelli cleans up the garbage in front. Subban stopped it. It just fell down in front of him and died. Mason, his fourth. Logan Day, his fifth. His fifth assist. Garrett Pilon, his fifth assist. 3-2 Hershey with four and a half minutes to go. And they are stunned in Oopstate, New York. They are shocked. They are absolutely shocked. And the Bears know what they have to do. And they're able to do it. They're able to break up break up Rochester's rushes. They know what's coming. They know how to feed it. Protoss even feeds up Connor McMichael on a breakaway with two and a half minutes to go. Connor in, he shoots high and wide. But that's okay. Keep the clock ticking. The clock's running down. Rochester doesn't even have enough time to call a timeout. Timeout. Less less than, than a minute to go. Alexi Protest chips it out of the zone. Gets it along the boards. Over to Morelli. He shoots. He scores. Empty netter from center ice. Mason Morelli is fifth, fifth goal. Second of the period. Protest is seventh assist. 4-2 Hershey. Four goals in nine minutes. And they are speechless in Rochester. What a turnaround. And the clock just bleeds out. And Rochester has got nothing. They are defeated. 3-2-1. Win and the Bears take both games in upstate New York. The Bears beat the Amherst in the Blue Cross Arena twice. And have an opportunity to close things out on home ice in Game 5 tomorrow night, May 31st. Oh my goodness, what a game out of the boys. Your three stars, Logan Day with a goal and assist. 
Linus Weisbach, second star and first star. Mason Morelli with two goals and an assist. What a comeback. And these are the types of losses that torpedo teams that can kill a team in a series. And I'm not going to say it. Nobody is. But we are one win away. You have three chances to win one. And two of them are at home. And tomorrow night, or May May 31st, is Game 5 in Hershey. Hershey Park Pass night. Oh boy. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a thing. And the Bears will have a chance to end it at home ice. If needed, Game 6 will be back up in Rochester on Friday. And if Hockey God's permitting, Game 7, Monday at Giant Center. I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. Can the boys pull it off and win on, on Wednesday? It's a tall order, but we were able to do it two weeks ago. And it's amazing how much hockey's been played this month for the Bears. It's amazing. Seven home games this month. I actually chalked it up on the calendar. And a, and four road games. That's 11 games this month. That's, that's a hell of a lot of hockey. And the fact that we're still playing. Wow. And I don't know, Bears fans. I'm confident they can win game five. I want them to. But Rochester's going to come out pissed. And they came out and punched us in the mouth in game one at home. They're going to look to get revenge. So here's hoping that the boys can do it. And also some other news, which I will cover in depth at a different time. But the Washington Capitals have a new head coach. Former bench boss of the Bears, Spencer Carberry, has gotten a job there in D.C. Spending three seasons as the Hershey Bears head coach. Went to Toronto as an assistant coach for a couple of years and now getting a shot with D.C. Many thought he should have gotten instead of Laviolette. But congratulations to Carbs on getting the on getting the job. He will join former Bears coach Scott Allen up there in D.C. as well. Becoming the fourth coach in Hershey Bears history who have gone from a Bears coach up to, up to the NHL. The last coach to do this, well... That's old barbecue Bruce Boudreaux was able to do that as well. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. I know a little short on the news, especially the Carberry news, but I will discuss that with Corey at a later date. And Bears fans, Game fives on Wednesday, a possible another one on Friday. I don't know when the next one will get out because it's playoff hockey and you got to play this at, at, at the seat of your pants. But I know... Rochester fans will be ready. Bears fans, I know you'll definitely be ready there at Giant Center on on Wednesday. And me, well, I've kept saying this. I'm ready as I'll ever be. See you tomorrow night at Giant Center. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, 
please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.